News Talk On Demand. Interruption-free audio where you want it, when you want it. Good morning. We're coming up on 17 minutes after 8 o'clock. Brent Lugs with you till the bottom of the hour here. How have your travel experiences been? I know the federal government says unnecessary international travel. They recommend you don't. But I know people are traveling. People want to get out of the country. They want to get out of the cold, and they're going south. Be interesting to hear what the experiences have been like. Um, I know we're hoping uh, to take a, a quick trip in uh, February here, but WestJet's already canceled our flight once. Uh, WestJet says out of a staff of about 8,000 people, the entire workforce for WestJet, 8,000, uh, as of this Monday, nearly 550 of them are off with COVID. Uh, and because of that, WestJet is extending and expanding their service cutbacks uh, they say that their scale-back schedule, uh, which they had in place till the end of January, will now continue until the end of February. And it's also saying it will consolidate 20% of its scheduled flights in February. In January, that number was 15. So it's uh, challenging for the airline industry, and it's challenging for people that want to want to travel as well. It's 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. Are you watching what's going on in Ukraine these days? Of course, we've had this strange situation in that part of the world for a good number of years, but now you've got this buildup of uh, Russian forces, 100,000 troops, all this military gear right there on the border. And a lot of people are just thinking, well, one day we're going to wake up and we'll have heard that Russia has invaded Ukraine. What can you do about it? Uh, Christina Rabalka is president of the Ukrainian-Canadian Congress here in Saskatoon is where we find uh, Christina talking about what she thinks Canadians should be thinking about, certainly as we head towards this weekend. Christina? Well, first, if you don't mind, I'd like to give a little background of mm-hmm. kind of more about the situation, what's happening. So Russia's war against Ukraine began in 2014. Um, that's when the Russian troops invaded and occupied Crimea and parts of eastern Ukraine oblasts of Luhansk and Donetsk. Um, presently, their war against Ukraine has killed almost 14,000 people, wounded more than 30,000, and displaced more than 1.5 million people. So their current military buildup near Ukraine, Ukraine borders and on Ukraine territory under Russian occupation is, is a serious escalation in Russia's war against Ukraine, like you said. And like you said, there's 100,000 Russian troops currently on the borders, which is extremely disturbing. So our community is extremely concerned about this um, increase in Russian aggression. And like you said, Sassoon has a large Ukrainian community, and many of us have family and friends in Ukraine. So we're, we're very concerned about their, their welfare. How do you think this is going to end? Um, <laughs> it's hard to tell. We're hoping yeah. it's uh, like nothing is happening, but... Um, we're, we started the Stand with Ukraine campaign, so it's a national campaign by our um, Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, the national branch. So our community strongly believes that now is the time to act to deter any further Russian invasion, um, rather than wait for uh, Russia to further invade to react. So we're calling on um, Canada and our allies um, to take the following five steps to Stand with Ukraine. So, um, one, let's uh, offer a NATO membership action plan for Ukraine. Uh, two, to substantially increase the provision of uh, defensive weapons to Ukraine. Uh, to three, increase sanctions on Russia. Uh, four, cancel the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And five, and extend and enhance the Operation Unifier, which is um, Canada's military training mission in Ukraine, which I do believe there have been talks about. Um, 
but you know you're asking like how individually we can we can help so we're asking all Canadians to participate in the stand with Ukraine campaign so please write to your local MP to voice your support for Ukraine um, there's also a printable sign um, with the hashtag stand with Ukraine um, all written on it um, you can print that off and if you can take a picture with yourself and the sign and then post it to your social media pages um, on Saturday, January 22nd, which is also the Day of Unity of Ukraine. And so this will be part of a national social media campaign to bring awareness of what's happening um, in Ukraine and to urge our government to take action. And I've got that link up on the Brent Log show page on Facebook uh, if you want to find out more about the Stand With Ukraine um, movement uh, as it uh, focuses on this Saturday. Christine uh, Rabalka, uh, Christina Rabalka, I should say, President of the uh, Ukrainian-Canadian Congress, Saskatoon, our guest here. And, you know, it's interesting, like a lot of people in this province have family, have relatives, uh, do business uh, with people in Ukraine. 13% of the population of Saskatchewan uh, can trace their family history back to Ukraine. So let's hope cooler heads prevail in that part of the world. It's 822. Time for me to go. Here's something to look forward to. As the day goes, it's going to warm up. So the cold you're dealing with on your way to get going to work or to school, whatever today, is going to be a whole lot different when you come home this afternoon. But be careful, even though it's going to be mild, a good chance of freezing rain. Something else to look forward to two months today. First day of spring, something else to look forward to in about three months' time. You'll be able to book your favorite campsite as they announced uh, this week that April 18th, provincial campsite bookings will begin. Saskatoon this morning, we're cold, wind chill minus 34, it's minus 23 degrees. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Gormley up after the news.